When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 652. New research suggests you suck at giving advice, especially if you think you're good at it. By Margot Aaron of ThatSeemsImportant.com. Hello, everybody. I am Greg Audino, hosting the podcast that covers the many types of relationships in your life. We read work from all sorts of authors and bloggers. So if you have a favorite that talks about relationships, please, please feel free to recommend him or her to us at oldpodcast.com. Now, do you like dishing out unsolicited advice to others? I sure do. No, that's not true. My advice is always solicited. Let's see what blogger Margot Aaron has to say about it, though. I feel like I'm going to be on the hot seat today since giving advice is literally my job on our other podcast, Optimal Living Advice. We'll see if I make it out unscathed. Let's listen to Margot's work and start optimizing your life. New research suggests you suck at giving advice, especially if you think you're good at it. By Margot Aaron of ThatSeemsImportant.com A recent study in a prestigious journal that's definitely real and not made up discovered a new metric that defines how competent you are at giving advice. It's called your CATB score. Your CATB score is the degree to which you are chomping at the bit to say something. The higher your CATB score, the worse you are at listening and the better you are at being insufferable. The following report will cover the four types of high CATB people, along with the three-step formula you can follow to reduce your score. The four types of high CATB people, type 1. The book pusher. The book pusher insists you must read this book because it will change everything. He has a few ideas of his own and gives verbose preambles before getting to his point of why you should read this book immediately. The book pusher is also a podcast, course, and article pusher. His trademark is defaulting to the ideas of others instead of his own. Type 2. The this-is-what-you-should-do person. This person doesn't listen but tells you what you should do anyway because she heard someone talking about it on a podcast. So, she's basically an expert. Type 3. The Personal Experience Oversharer The personal experience oversharer presents as a good listener, but as soon as they see an opening, boom, they accost you with a monologue about their own personal experience. They tell extremely long-winded stories about how they endured a very similar situation to yours, But theirs was worse. Twenty minutes later, you are bored out of your mind, trying as hard as possible to be polite. But it's hard to maintain your poker face. 
Luckily, it doesn't matter because this person is so lost in their own story, they're not even paying attention to you anymore. Type 4. Just plain wrong. God help you if you are with this guy. This is what the woo-woo folks call a test from the universe. He's been put on this earth to test your patience and stop you from being so darn impressionable. This guy shows up as a well-meaning friend, teacher, or, most dangerous, parent. He's the guy who tells you to settle in your marriage or buy Instagram followers. It's up to you to recognize his advice as just plain wrong. You know you've encountered this person if you find yourself blaming them for a decision you made. I should have never listened to Kyle about grad school. No, you shouldn't have. Kyle's an idiot. How to lower your CATB score. If you find yourself in a conversation where you are no longer listening to the other person, but drafting a response to them in your mind, your CATB score is increasing. This is bad. It means you're probably missing important pieces of context that you need to help this person. If you do in fact care about that, if you don't, then disregard the rest of this article. Step 1. Get comfortable with not talking. The Alt-MBA has a wonderful exercise for this that goes like this. Every time you want to say something, don't. When you resist the temptation to fill the silence, you lower your CATB score and decrease your chances of being insufferable. You are used to getting credit for filling the silence, but let's flip the script and say you will be docked points for that. Picture this. Every time you're chomping at the bit to say your piece, your participation grade is going down. Instead, just sit there and learn to get comfortable with not talking. This gives you the space to do step two. Step two, do not say what you want to say. If you're preoccupied with what your response should be instead of listening, you're still trying to get credit for participation. To reverse this, you have to stop obsessing over how you're going to contribute and listen to the person speaking. You are listening for their actual question, the one beneath the words. Some people aren't asking for advice. They want to be heard or validated. They're not interested in the solution or trust they'll work it out themselves. If you want to be helpful, the best thing you can do is figure out what the person is actually asking for, which you can only uncover if you're listening. If that person isn't receptive to the solution yet, it doesn't matter if you hand it to them on a silver platter. They won't take it. You will know when they're ready for answers because they will say something explicit like, what do you think I should do? If they haven't directly asked you for advice, you can assume what they need is for you to listen so they can work it out themselves. Step 3. Ask questions. If you want to be helpful, ask questions before you give advice. The best way to be useful is to lead the person to their own conclusion. I am notoriously bad at this, but unlike height, this trait is malleable and can be changed if you care enough to change it. Someone who is genuinely great at giving advice is invisible. Low CAT beers let the other person shine while the rest of us are clamoring for the spotlight. Sharing your personal experience is one of the more valuable things you can share, but there's a right and wrong way to do it. Accosting someone with a monologue is the wrong way. Good rule of thumb, if you're talking more than you're listening, then you're doing this wrong. The goal of any advice-giving opportunity is to help the other person get to the bottom of their problem. Often the most generous thing you can do is just listen. You just listened to the post titled, New Research Suggests You Suck at Giving Advice 
especially if you think you're good at it, by Margot Aaron of ThatSeemsImportant.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So yes, that is a great way to get some advice the professional way. Meanwhile, Margot talks some wonderful points about the value of listening. Listening is something we should always strive for, guys, whether or not we're in a conversation in which advice is being seeked or not being seeked. It can be tough to know that sometimes, though. And for my money, there's no harm in simply asking someone if they would like advice or if they just want you to listen and support them. There's value in wanting to help others. And of course, if that is your real intention, simply asking them how you can help best is sure to be both appreciated and effective because sometimes people are not necessarily sure of how to express the fact that they would like advice. So that's my piece. That'll do it for today. Have a great rest of the day, my friends, and I will see you tomorrow with two, count them, two posts from Love in 90 Days where your optimal life awaits.